Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Wake up, Lincoln. Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine, rise and shine. It's time for Early Break. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from Lincoln, America. Here's Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. Husker Online, Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. And longtime college football assistant coach, Bill Bush. I want to buy a couple ducks. I'm bringing two ducks to to the office. This is Early Break. Good morning, happy Thursday to you, Steve Sipple, Jake Swords in the early break, Bill Bush out today, back tomorrow, our one sponsored by our friends at Gaina Trucking, check out their current job openings at GainaTrucking.com, you can always watch or comment on Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, Twitter, or Allo, channel 951, you can call or text us at 402-464-5685, good morning, Sip, how are you? I Just fine, we're... We're locked in here. We are locked in. I have I have a lot of audio today. I, I was working oh, yeah. overtime last night getting Marcus Satterfield cut up, Evan Cooper, Jeff Sims. We got audio for days from yesterday. Good job. Well, well, that'll help. We'll carry play that the show. a little bit here. That'll help carry the show. We will have Mike Schaefer here from seven to eight. He'll be here. He'll help carry in the, the show. flesh. Yeah. Whenever there's a a coordinator. Yeah, and a quarterback. If it's an offensive coordinator and a quarterback available, it's pretty significant, right? It is. And that was the case yesterday. So that was good at Memorial Stadium on the second floor. And then, yeah, you mentioned Cooper, and then Blaze Gunnerson was also there. I don't have audio from him. That's okay. Sorry, Blaze. No yeah. offense. Yeah, he didn't cut that up. Yeah, that's fine. And then I'll tell you, Blaze does a good job of understanding. I mean, I think he takes the tack of watch me go up here and say nothing uh, and talk to these that's guys. Fine, say, I know. It? That's no, that's what I have no problem. No, with those that. guys are trying to master that. Jay Norvell used to pride himself on that. Uh, do you remember Jay Norvell? I do. He's the head coach at Colorado State right now. Yeah. So there you go. Um, we'll have all Bob that. Bob Bianco mastered that also because we didn't know what he was saying. <gasps> no, he would no. say things intentionally that. Made no sense. I, I don't think Jackal's a good I, a good example, Jake. You, to, due to, respect. You told me you would go back and try to listen to the audio from his press conference and still say, I don't know what he was talking well, about. Well, but yeah, that wasn't intentional. It's these guys, other guys do it intentionally. Diaco just... You don't think he was doing that intentionally? No. He's no. like, watch me just babble no, and no. say nothing for no, 15 no, minutes. No, no, I don't think he was doing it intentionally at all. I think he was He was actually pretty open about his his thoughts, and he was open about players... Um, but I just, he just talks, he just, he, and he said, I have, I told you that instance, I told you that instance where I went back one day, I walked back and I, I told, I think it was Parker. I don't know if Parker was there yet. Maybe it was BC. And I said, you know, I'm tasked to write this Diaco story. And I don't know what he said. Like, I I don't, I don't understand it. Um, but I'm going to write it anyway. And then the next morning, of course, I get a call from Keith Mann, you know, our friend Keith Mann, 
what, what you would friend you, of the show. He was you'd here. Call him associate athletic director in charge of communications. Yes, I think. that's what you'd call Keith. And he um, called. He goes, "Hey, Diaco wants you to know that that's not what he meant." But but he said he said <laughs> he said he's hard. He said he knows he's hard to understand. So don't worry about it. God, I racked my brain too. I can't remember what exactly what the story was. It doesn't matter because it was all wrong. Imagine living your life like that, though. I know, I know, people don't get what I'm talking about. They don't understand me, but I'm going to keep talking. It would be anyways. frustrating. I think it would be very frustrating if people don't. Un- By the way, I thought about this last night. This probably qualifies as idle chit chat. Okay, you want to play it? Yeah, I do. Let's play idle chit chat right now. Why not? Like Their sports takes are great, Wake generally up, speaking, but the random conversations are even better. I don't know if you want to talk about that on the radio. Hey, you just did. You, you just did. I mean, we're not just talking amongst ourselves. It's time for Idle Chit Chat on Early Break, sponsored by Newton's Lawn Care. What is Idle Chit Chat, Ziffy? Bill, 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 Bill's good. This, you, you could be good at it. I can be good at it. We can all be better at it. We know each other pretty well. We're pretty close. So if we say something stu- if I say something stupid, call me out and be obnoxious about I've it. Tried, I've done that before. Now, yeah, you're pretty both, good both at it. Both ways it's happened here. You can turn it up a little bit, a bit though. I, I've listened to some shows recently, and I hear stuff, and I just think, if I say that, I hope the guys... <laughs> I hope the guys just jump me. Didn't we jump you on a Rick Gilbert on one yeah. and a half wins? That he no, was... you didn't jump me on air. Yeah, I guess you did jump we, me on uh, air. I think we did on air. I mean, even little things. Like I heard a guy yesterday on the, on the radio. If I do this, stuff like this, jump me. Say, ah, well, it's a little cooler because the wind's coming from the north. Yeah, yeah, there you go. What a concept. <laughs> there you go. The farther from the equator it gets, the colder it comes. The north comes. Yeah. What a concept, Josh. What a concept. Don't. So so hammer me. Be obnoxious about it. I don't care. It's fine. We're sure. almost nine years in now. Are we almost nine years in? Uh, we're in our eighth year here. We're in our eighth we're, year. Yeah, we are in our eighth year. Josh. It's a long time, Josh. That's remarkable. It's a long time. For a radio show. It is a long time. Eight years, and it's flown by. It's flown by. Yeah. This year. Think about this, uh, that... The Colorado game that you know I was in the press box for was four years ago. That's amazing, and we remember we remember that vividly. I, mean, I do you? As, as much as I possibly can. <laughs> do you remember it vividly? <laughs> as much as I possibly can, I remember that that day uh-huh. vividly. Yeah. Oh yeah. Some I do. Things, too. Some things are lost in the, you know. That was a rough loss for Frosty. That was bad. That was Nebraska rough. was up 17-0. Think about that. Nebraska won their first game. They were ranked, ranked. before the season. They started off 0-6 in 2018. Mm-hmm. They win four of the last six games. They lose to Ohio State close in the road, Iowa close in the road. Mm-hmm. So there's some momentum. You're preseason ranked. You had a very iffy showing in a win against South Alabama, but won by 14 to begin the season, okay. 28-14. And then you go to Colorado, think, okay, let's go win the game. 17-zip at halftime. 17 zip, and everyone's happy saying, yeah, it's the red out here in Boulder. Let's go. Let's, let's finish this thing off. Let's beat these suckers. Mel Tucker was the head coach oh, yeah. in yeah. Colorado. Nebraska fans in, in, in me, I had, I had some big thoughts at halftime. As you should have, it was 17 zip. Defense was good. Offense was good. Like, this is going now. And then Steven Montez hits a 96-yard flea flicker for a touchdown where I think Cam Taylor Britt got beat on. Am I right on that one? Yeah, I think so. I think Cam Taylor yeah, Britt got was. beat. Was it Stephen Montez? Stephen Montez was the quarterback for the Buffs. Yep. Big dude, and he was a, he was at least a two year starter. Game goes to overtime. Nebraska has kicker problems because Barrett Pickering was out for the season at that point. Uh, was not playing. 
we didn't end. I think he ended up playing way late in the season, possibly. Kicker problems for sure. Kicker problems, big time. And they had it went backwards in overtime. Yeah, missed the field goal. Snap! They they had a snap go awry. They and that was your last time to Boulder. That was it. That was that was Adrian Martinez. Um. He's pretty hurling pit. expletives. In yeah, the, he was pissed in the post game. Yeah, hurling expletives in the post game. He was pissed. Well, it was a lost opportunity. We've seen a lot of those. We saw one of those Thursday, but that was. I mean, I don't take all bad memories from the, from a trip like that because it was it was an incredible scene. It was inc- it's an incredible scene in Boulder, and the older guys like me get to go and relive those. Big eight, big twelve days. I love that. And you see guys that covered the big eight and the big twelve. You know the older gentlemen, um, the older media crew. Tom Chattel. Well, no, you, guys from Colorado, Jake. Oh, excuse me, sorry. <laughs> I'm jumping. Mr. I see Tom Chattel every damn day. <laughs> you go, you go well, out. Who's there. the Colorado guys you get to talk to? Oh, Neil Wolk. Never um, heard that name. He before. was a Boulder Daily. Keep camera. going. I've never heard of him. Uh, Dave Platty. Don't, don't know well, that. Well, these are guys See, you would. These are know. names you don't bring up, and you know you bring up Barry Trammell. We know about that for Oklahoma. Well, yeah, He's Barry left the Daily Oklahoman. Where's he at now? He went to a website. He did. Yeah, a bunch of a bunch of the Oklahoma media. Um, Jenny Carlson of the Oklahoman. Did Is this the Oklahoma now? Jenny Carlson. Yes, yeah, she went to this. She went to a media, a new media enterprise that's partly owned by Bob Stoops. Okay. And and another formidable name that I can't remember. Yeah, Barry Trammell left the Oklahoman. That's, Our friend that's Barry. big news. I know it it's is. It's like you leaving the Journal Star. Uh, it's a little big. Uh, <laughs> well, come on, to respect me. Um, hey, but yeah, if 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 I say just ridiculous things, jump me because I'm I, we're at that stage. Well, I think, I, obvi- I think and, I've tried to jump. And me also, before. if we state the obvious, that's another way to take this show to like, hey man, you got to run the ball. I mean, yeah, 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 you got to no run the crap, damn ball, dummy. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> you got to work on so that. Your, that good practice, no. sir. <laughs> you got to work on your obnoxious. Okay, that is an incredible pullover. Well, this is. I, I was thinking, I have Josh. I have not worn a jacket to the studio Ten. since probably. March or April? What? It, that is exquisite. I, I've, I, I have worn this before. This is not my first time wearing this Dolphin shirt. It's and I'm wearing the second this, time. No. This is probably the sixth time. In the studio? Yeah. Really? Yep. Uh, I'm wearing this because it's the next segment, but it is, it is NFL Day. The NFL is back today. We'll preview it next segment. Jake is wearing a, a very white. Get to the video stream. Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, Twitter, Allo, Channel 951. You know me. I'm, I'm sort of oddly picky about clothes, right? Yeah. And that is nice. That well, is, yeah, yeah. I don't know how you keep it white, though. I don't wear it very often. Yeah, and then if you take it off, you got to be careful. Where I, you I put did it. spill coffee on it once, and you would never know because it got my, my oh. wife did a great job of getting it out. Elizabeth, she did a great job. Nice she work. did a great job getting it. Out. That's typical. I have a lot of clothes. I get dirty with coffee and, and food, but you never know. Wouldn't it be interesting? We'll get to the sound in a second. Wouldn't it be interesting if Nebraska? sparked up its program at the place where the slide began. Yes, wouldn't it be great? In 2001. Wouldn't it be nice if we could look at Boulder, Colorado as the place where there was a spark? You know, because this would be a big, this would be a pretty big spark, I would think, if Nebraska. Well, that started the, the latest downfall also for Nebraska. I mean, Nebraska, under Scott Frost, was was yeah. trending the right direction before yeah. that game. Yeah. There's two, right? there's, yeah there's been and that season, 2019, was supposed to be easily mm-hmm. a bowl game. That was the easy schedule. And Nebraska went 5-7. and seven. 
Yeah, 2001 was the start yeah, I, I, I of the I know slide. That. I know. 2001 was the start of the slide. 62 to 36. Yeah. I'll never forget that day as long as I live because it was so... Yeah. It was so novel at the time. Seeing the and I got and I got a massive headache. It gave me a massive headache because I was trying to write. Excited, I had no idea how to put it in perspective. Uh, it was just, it was startling. So I'd like to associate Boulder with something more positive, which would be a wow. Nice, a win. They beat Dion. How, that'd be awesome. Take no prime. All right, that Zippy. was idle chit. That's idle chit chat. Sponsored by our friends at Newton's Lawn Care. Sign up for a 2024 fertilizer program and receive a free winterizer application this fall. Call. Or text 402-440-6297. That's Newton's Lawn Care. Again, Andrew and his team there take care of you. you got, Are, so you came in here last night at what time? No, I was here, I was, I was here until about 6 or so yesterday. Okay. I was working at you know, some sales calls. I had to get some sales stuff done. And I said, you know what? I'm going to cut up the audio from the press, you know, the, the, the pre-practice. This was a pre-practice session yesterday. Right. It's a little different. Rules has changed things up in the media realm a little bit. This is They're doing this late afternoon media session on Wednesdays, which is before practice because they're obviously they're practicing evening, which is interesting. It's a change. Um, so yet yesterday, Marcus Satterfield spoke. Evan Cooper, the defensive backs coach, Jeff Sims, and Blaze Gunnerson. I don't have Gunnerson, but I have the rest. Fine. I've the other, I've got Sims, Cooper, and Satterfield. Complete audio. What do you want well, to start have with? To this? Act, we absolutely have to start with the quarterback and the quarterback situation. Okay. Satterfield or Sims would be fine. Um, I would say start with what Satterfield said about Sims' competitiveness that he had an unbelievable game from a competitive standpoint. You got that? Well, something like that. Yeah, we'll try. Just hit hit a button and see what comes up. Here's here's some thoughts on, on Jeff Sims. How can you help yeah, yeah. Sims out more in offense? That's, a, that's fine. Okay, yeah, that's fine. I think that'll get you here's to Here's Marcus the, Satterfield yeah. from yesterday. Yeah, I mean, too many times people isolate the individual. I think it's, you know, layers of, of coaching and training that I, we have to continue to do each day. I mean, each position group has to do their job to make sure, you know, the receivers run the routes at the right depths, the offensive line protects them, the backs protects them. So I think collectively we're all in it together to make sure that everybody on our offense maximizes their ability and their talents. And we've got to do that with uh, Jeff as well. Now, you asked Marcus – I heard this is your question here. Okay. You, you asked uh, Marcus Hatterfield, were, were you surprised at how physically that Jeff Sims ran the football? Yes. Okay, here's his response to that question. That was – Asked by you. I, I mean, I knew he was going to, like, the spring he was live, but they wouldn't hit him, you know. It yeah. wasn't like he was running through tackles and things. It was just it felt really different to me out there on the field. Like, he, you know, he ran a counter the one time, and two guys came and hit him, and he kind of delivered a bowl, blow and popped up, and it was just – I thought it was pretty cool. You know, he wasn't wasn't trying to slide. and do, You know, we wanted to take care of himself and, and slide when he needs to, but, I mean, he was running through tackles the other night. I mean, it was – it sounded different out there. <laughs> it sound, does that sound like Jamal Lord used it? Does that sound like Jamal Lord? Bit. It sounded different uh-huh. to him out yeah, there. Yeah, I mean, I know what people are thinking right now. Hey, could you please talk about the three picks? Uh, because that's what matters. Yeah, I guess that matters. It does. When, and, but it's sort of an obvious, and he addressed it. Sims addressed it right after the game. But that running element of Sims is why one reason why Nebraska fans might be patient with him. Because not only is he a very good runner, he's a very tough runner. We like tough guys. We like tough guys at quarterback, right? Yes, we I mean, do. Oh, yeah. And 
this is guys can take hits who put who lower their shoulder in the contact, don't run you, out of pounds. That's what you saw from Sims. Yeah, he took on contact all right. He did. Um so Satterfield said the words I thought he had an un- Sims. I thought he had an unbelievable game from a competitive standpoint. I thought he had an unbelievable game from a competitive standpoint. Meaning he did go to work that day and 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 played hard. He said Satterfield, I knew he would be I knew Sims would be able to use his feet and we could use him in the quarterback run game, but I wasn't aware that he would run that physically. He was a physical runner the other night. That was good to see. That's something he can build on. What I asked him, what led to that that response you just had was, why were you surprised? Well, I, 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 sometimes you ask questions, Jake, knowing why, but not everybody knows why. I'm not asking for myself at that point. I'm asking for the, for the people. <laughs> <laughs> I love the way you said it. For the people. For the people. Marcus Satterfield, what were some teaching points for <laughs> well, Jeff Sims this week? Well, hold on. What I was going to get to. Oh, sorry. What I was going to get to is I was asking for the people that don't understand quite that you don't hit in practice very often. Not very often. So those, especially, especially the quarterback. Right. right? Yeah. Especially the quarterback. So that when he takes off and runs and, and runs a counter and runs through two defenders, some of the coaches haven't even seen that from him. You know, not for, at least not very often, maybe a couple times in the span of months. So, it's sort of, football is interesting to me. It really is. You don't practice that stuff live. <laughs> then he gets in the game, it's like, oh, man, he well, can really run. <laughs> a big horse out there, man. <laughs> yeah, Loose big horse. dude can go into, he goes into contact. You know, I always used to talk about a couple running backs at Nebraska that would poof into contact. It would just be like a... With him, it's a <laughs> right? Yeah, it is. It's not a no. He, yeah, he, he lowered the shoulder. What is it? This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It's like Mike Alston out there. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's Sims. That's the quarterback. I know. Look at him, though. 6'4, 225. He's, he's Man, when he walks, not a gazelle, Jake. He is a big dude. Gazelles can be tough. <laughs> I don't he's think gazelle. <laughs> I don't think we're looking for gazelle. Gazelles can he's be tough. tough. <laughs> he's a tough gazelle. Marcus Zatterfield. Hey. <laughs> Why did you say gazelle? I, I like that word. I like that animal. <laughs> hey, Satterfield, what were some teaching points for Jeff Sims this week? Uh, just, just trust his training, you know? Trust his training. He was under okay. control. I thought he had an unbelievable game from a competitive standpoint. Like I knew we, he would be able to use his feet, and we could use him in the quarterback run game. But I, I wasn't aware he would run that physical. Like he was, he was a physical runner the other night, and uh, that was good to see. And I think that's something he can build on. And then obviously we, not he, but we are going to continue to, uh, you know, just taking care of the football. And keeping the football out of harm's harm's way. That would be the quote you were referring to. Yeah, he had his quarterbacks back yesterday. He did. Now, here's the deal. He he's got to clean up some stuff, obviously, 
in a pass game. Sims footwork's not wasn't great. He threw off his back foot. Would you say he threw off his back? He definitely threw off his back foot on the final pick. Yes. Did he throw off his back foot on the pick in the end zone? I don't think so. Okay. I don't think he did. Okay. Definitely it wasn't as notable as as the one the last one. Right. He definitely threw off his back foot on that one. I don't know what he was doing. I mean, I, I, I saw that one, and I was like, why, 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 why would you do that? And how many times, Sip, have we seen that at Nebraska? Oh, too many. It, it's, been, it's been a problem for years. Off the back. Tommy Armstrong, off his back foot yeah. all the time. Yeah, it's just a bad habit. Taylor Martinez, off his back foot all the time. Adrian, off his back foot. I mean, yeah. this, is, this has been a common yeah. – Tanner Lee didn't do that very much. He no. Was, no, he was a, you know, an actual quarterback quarterback. Well, yeah, you know? he was, he he was very – He didn't me- run. He had, good mecha- he, had, he had good mechanics. Yeah. I um, now what what I keep mentioning the stat, but it's the stat that unfortunately defines Jeff Sims right now, and that is over his career at Georgia Tech and now one game at Nebraska, thirty one touchdowns and twenty six picks. He's got to begin to change that. He's got to shift the narrative about himself, right? Mm-hmm. He's not going to shift the narrative if he goes out and throws two touchdown yeah. passes and two picks. No, he's not. I mean, it's nope. If he's if he keeps hauling picks, he, that's going to be – he's going to be known as like a Jameis Winston. Although Jameis Winston's improved a little bit. Jameis Winston was not knowing like that in college. No. He wasn't a pick machine in college. Then he, be, then he threw 30 picks for the Saints in one season. He did. And, and 30 <laughs> touchdowns. So for the touchdowns. Yeah, 30 touchdowns. 30 and 30. <laughs> 30 picks in the NFL in, in today's day and age is, is almost impossible to do for these quarterbacks. <laughs> nobody nobody does that. Anyway, yeah, he has to start shifting the narrative. And now you can get to what – now, I, this set up, I'm sure Nebraska fans cringed a little bit when Satterfield talked about the keys – against the Buffs' defense. Do you have that one? I do. Here's Marcus Satterfield. The keys to attacking Colorado's scheme defensively. Uh, I think it's like with anyone, I mean, you got to run the football. Like I thought TCU the other day did a really nice job. They ran the football. You know, you think of them as a throwing team, but they really ran it well. And I think you have to take care of the football. These guys do a tremendous job of punching the ball. Like we showed a video to our guys the other day, or yesterday, just how they attacked the football, how they put their, you know, their face on the football and knocked the balls out. Uh, they did it a couple times the other day at, at, at TCU, and we got to do a great job of ball security when we're carrying the ball and not let it happen to us. And now you have some fear that came in from the about five, four minutes to go in that football game yeah. where there was a direct punch out punch of out. the ball of Anthony Grant. It led to a fumble at midfield, and Minnesota scores a touchdown that ties the game. Yeah, you got a little, yeah, that, that was concerning, but that, that's, that's good defense, what you want to do. Yeah. What. Michael Zavir mentioned this the other day, and I agree with him. Michael Zavir, the local media personality, football guru. That punch-out – oh, Jake, you would know this. You, you watch football. The punch-out thing, Michael thought that's a sort of a recent phenomenon in football. Like in the last, I would, I would say, five years. It wasn't something you saw as – like I'd say 15 years ago, you didn't see guys punching at the ball all the time. I've just started to notice it being a much more common phenomenon in the last five to seven years. That's what Michael thought, too. Um, it's kind of a recent phenomenon. Why, anyway, why is it recent? Why I don't know. Why was this not a thing I don't a know. long time ago? I, I think it was more about form tackling, and it was just more about just more about pure tackling. Sure. And now, like, when you saw that play against Minnesota when, where, when the defensive back knocked the ball out of 
Anthony's hand. He wasn't going for the tackle, really. He was going for the ball. Oh, he had a, and he had a direct shot at it, and he got he it out. Got, somehow. He, he could some, not have had a, a cleaner shot if he tried. Somehow he got a – well, I mean, it was a, it was a great play because it's not easy to do that. Nope. It wasn't like Grant was holding the ball out. He had it against his body. The guy just somehow took a big punch at it and got it. So, he, did you do you have the quote from Marcus Satterfield about Anthony Grant? I do. How is Anthony Grant bouncing back? Marcus Satterfield from yesterday. Oh, he's looking good. Yeah, he's looking good. Nobody wants to turn the ball over or fumble the ball. And, I mean, he, it's not affected how he works. It's not affected how he approaches his day. So we still we trust all of our guys, and uh, you know he'll have an opportunity moving forward at some point this year to vindicate himself. At mm. some point mm. this year. Hmm. How will the carries be split up at Colorado? They're going to run the ball a lot, I would think. Well, a lot of Jeff Sims. Yep. A lot of How much Jeff Sims do you think? He had 19 carries against Minnesota. He had 12 design quarterback runs. 19 overall. Yeah, 19 overall. So how many, how many design runs you asked yeah. for? Okay, more than 12. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I agree. I'd say 15 to 16. Okay. I, yeah, I wrote 15 to 17. What, what, was, what was an average day for called carries for Jamal Lord back in the day? I think it was probably in that range, or maybe even a little higher in, than that. Tri- you know, different, different type of yeah, offense Jamal back could then. really run. He could really run it, baby. I mean, he could. Well, yeah. Boy, God yeah. almighty. Now, he's probably a little faster than Sims. Um, I, I was talking to Jay Foreman the other day. Jay, Jay was thought Adrian's faster. Than, than Jeff Sims? Yeah. Now, Sims, I don't. Yeah, he is a little bit probably. Martinez was a little bit faster. I don't even think about it. I just like the way I just like the way Jeff Sims runs. Big, strong, tough tailback. He looks like a tailback he when he runs he does. the ball. So I'm, I'm a, the speed thing is he's got enough of it. He's got enough speed. You can tell I'm patient with Sims. It was one game. Right, you can't you can't judge him by one game and say that's what he is. Now, now some guys he had gonna... pick problems at Georgia right. Tech. This is not a, a new right. phenomenon. Right, you would hope that they could cut that back right. and, and figure it out. But after week one, there's three picks to show. Uh, for. I uh, I would take issue with you saying it's one game. It's not because it's not at, at Nebraska. It's one. It's game. Real, well, yeah, different but coaching changes different people. It does. Now you got to see if that coaching takes hold. It didn't in game one. Now if it doesn't take hold in game two, what are we doing now? Now, do you start in game three thinking, okay, we're going to get Chubb in the game. We got to get him in. Well, if you have three, four picks this game, you, you can't live with that. That'd, that'd be seven, six or seven picks through two games that were crippling. Even two would be, even two would be, probably cause for you got to look at this pretty closely. Isn't that the threshold? It depends on if you win the football game. Yeah, and if, and what the picks look like. If you if you have two and yeah, and Nebraska wins, I think okay, whatever. Two we'll, Nebraska wins and one bounces off a receiver's hands. He should. That's caught. unfortunate. It's yeah. a bad break. Yeah, you got to evaluate it for what it is. But I, what you want to do if you're Sims is shift the narrative. I see. This is the thing I wonder about. Okay. On one hand, you have Satterfield talking about how he loves Sims running the ball, right? And he likes the fact he's going into contact. Um, and then on the other hand, you have Sims saying, "I," he said, "there there were times he could have slid to the ground before contact or ran out of bounds." You want that one? Yes, Jeff Sims. Uh, I mean, I don't think I think there was times where I could have slid. We got out of bounds, so I think that's something that I definitely need to take into account when I'm running the ball. Because um, I know I don't need to be trying to run in, run into people, run over people. So 
Um, I think that's just something that I got to think about while I'm on the field. Yeah, that's not exactly what Satterfield said. <laughs> um, but that, yeah, I don't know. I I, I guess I w- I'm not going to make a mountain out of a molehill here. It's it, it, th- Their messages were a little different, Satterfield and Sims, but that's that's fine. I think when it comes down to it and Sims is trying to win a game, he's just going to do what he has to do. And if that means running into some – running into some defenders, he's going to do it to get those yards. He just seems like that type of guy to me. But remember what he said, Jake, in Indy, for instance. He wants to be a pass-first. He wants to be known as a pass-first guy. Okay? He wants to be known well, as a pa- pass-first guy, Jake. I don't think that fans of Nebraska that watched week one would would think that's going to be the case for Jeff Sims. Again, he can change the narrative, now, though. But, but you can't change your receiving core, can you? God, that's a good point. No. You can change the narrative – no, you can't. With, if you have to get the right guys to throw to. But if you don't, there's only so much you can do. There's something. Do guys have any separation at all? Are guys getting open for you in time? Right. So you don't get sacked or have to go right. scramble and make, you know, get 10 yards to save your own life. God bless you for mentioning that. Because we have to keep that in mind going forward with Sims. He doesn't have Jimmy Horn, Xavier Weaver, and Travis Hunter to throw to. You know, those are guys those from Colorado. Are f- who just came there this past yeah. year. He doesn't have Xavier Weaver, Jimmy Horn, Travis Hunter, and Dylan Edwards. doesn't have it. He doesn't have that. He doesn't. I watch games all weekend. I watch receivers. I saw, I mean, come on. I mean, I, Toledo, they, they got some guys that would play for Nebraska right now. I mean, Toledo. The whole MAC does. I mean, you, you'll, you'll see right. guys in that first home game against Northern, Northern Illinois that have probably game uh, players that can play in Nebraska. Yeah, it's hard reality, but it's true. And we have to keep that in mind as we evaluate Jeff Sims. We well, have to keep it in mind. We have a comment from Facebook. Uh, Terrell Farley has chimed in. T, T. Farley. Our man. T. Farley yes. put this up on He's the up. He's up early. T. Farley Wonder says, what's for breakfast. Yeah, what's up for, what's for breakfast, Farley? He says, Nebraska will never win. If the quarterback runs more than the running backs consistently. He says Nebraska will never win if the quarterback runs more than the running backs consistently. You might win a game, though, and you need this one, T. Farley. I, you might win a game, and you might have to do it. Coach Bush weighs in. Oh, I call, William? Why do I call him Coach William's Bush? William's with us? <laughs> yes. Oh, listen to this. We're, we're getting heat from a legend – Farley, and a coach, Bush. I can show you over 44. Yeah, you want to read it? Do the yeah, honors. This is uh, Bill Bush on the group chat. says, I, I can show you over 44,444 completions from a quarterback throwing off his back foot. <laughs> I still don't Well, I'd a, say, Bill, is that still the preferred way to, to throw the ball, though? No, it didn't look like it on the last pick, you know. Um, and I, you seldom would you hear a coach say, yeah, go ahead and throw off your back foot whenever you want to. Um, now, some guys are ultra-talented, and probably it's, it's fine, but it's not. No, it's not perfect. It's not perfect. All right, what else you got? Jeff Hold Sims on. still uh, had more to say. Yeah. I, I, I'm always curious, when you have a game like that, your first time at Nebraska, your first time on the national stage, you blow a game late – you had three picks that were mm-hmm. crippling. Mm-hmm. He was asked, what, what was your final assessment of your performance? Mm-hmm. How's, how, what does a quarterback say? Here's Jeff Sims yesterday. I would say the biggest thing that frustrated me was that I didn't come through when my team needed me. Um, you know, obviously, 
I had the two interceptions in the first half, but I mean, got to look past that stuff and you got to come through when the team needs you. And that's something I didn't do. So that kind of stuck with me. Yeah, I'll stick with him until, you know, he can hopefully vindicate himself. And that's what a that's If he orchestrates a win over Colorado, no matter how he does it, there'll be vindication. Uh, Pretty much no matter how, unless he's, you know, unless he gets benched and someone else comes in and completes the deal, right? But no, this is. This is the beauty of this game. Guys, it's interesting, though, Jake. Think about the start of this season, how intense these two games are. You start with a Big Ten opponent in a packed pack stadium. Now, it's a gut-punch loss. But even Satterfield said he was surprised how loud it was. He wasn't expected that. He didn't expect that sort of atmosphere. And then now you head into what will be, I think, the most watched game of the weekend – and that this is a weekend that has Alabama, Texas. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I could be wrong, but I think I think. Well, I think it will be. Yeah. Well, I, think about last week. Colorado, TCU had huge numbers. Right. Huge numbers. Yeah. These will be mega numbers. And this is now the first home game. It's it's a an old rivalry. Yeah. In, in Nebraska, Nebraska have, is a big draw too. I mean, Matt Rule is a big draw. Right. Yeah. Matt Rule is a first year head coach in Nebraska versus Prime. Any anytime Prime's involved, you're gonna have big viewers though. Nowadays. Yeah. And they're telling media like we're parking two miles away. They're telling media, "Be ready. It's gonna be cramped. It's gonna be cramped in the press box. This is gonna feel enormous when you get there. It's gonna feel enormous." And listen, for the players, they gotta not worry about that stuff. I mean, that can't that that can't be their concern at all. All the hoopla. But because there's going to be quite a bit of hoopla. But if you win the game, there's gonna, if Nebraska wins the game, there's going to be quite a bit of hoopla. Uh, yeah, and there should be. Yeah. After the rough stretch against ranked but, teams, after the rough stretch of Nebraska football but, for years now. But let's be real here. Colorado is going to make Jeff Sims beat them. That's how they're going to do it. All right? Now, if you're a Nebraska fan or you're a prognosticator, do you trust Jeff Sims to beat them? As of right now, I can't say yes. As of right now, I can't pick Nebraska. I can't either. Because of that. But that's, yeah, that's why you Because of that. Game. If I boil it down, if I boil it down, it comes down to that. Colorado's going to make Jeff Sims beat him. I don't know if Sims is capable. If it comes down to that, if that's what Colorado is, if they're successful in doing that, making Sims beat him, I just can't pick him. Close game. Can't pick him. That's it. I stand with you there. Uh, but, again, we hope to be proven wrong that, that oh, Jeff, yeah. that Jeff Sims would, would break out and, and be able to close out a football game, that the defense plays well again, that they run the football, Gabe Irvin. I want to see Sim, I wanna, Yeah, I want to see a Sims story, a, a good one. I want to see a redemption comeback story. Redemption story early. Yeah. Early redemption story in the season. You know me well enough. We've done this show together for eight years. I, I like big guys that can run a ball. That's Sims. But he's got he's got the guy to pass it to. He got to pass it, but he's in a tough situation because of what you alluded to. He doesn't have. You can't change the receiver depth during the season. No, it's not his. That's not. I mean, I'm, there's probably a little frustration there. He would never ever allude to it, but I, I don't know. Bottom line, you got to load up that run game, and he's got to run it. He's got to run it. T Farley. <laughs> That's for you, Farley. When we come back, NFL is back tonight. We'll look at it next, an early break in the ticket.